Hello, hello there, my friends. How you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm doing pretty good. It's been a while since I've been on. It's been a while since I've been on here. It's been a while since I've been talking to y'all. I'd like to apologize for, you know, being gone for a while. But in this episode, I'm going to be talking about, like, you know, where I've been, what I've been doing, basically, for the, you know, since June, th- June 3rd, when I last posted my- uploaded my podcast. Since I posted my last episode... All right, let's take on let's take on episode six of let's take a journey. Now I know it's uh you know, it's pretty confusing that this is episode six, even though I posted like seven episodes in total. Well, it's already been a C. Last episode was C, episode six, but I made some changes. I I deleted the one episode I made with the um, you know talking about the sharing one because there that got that one got very low views and um, there was really no point in saying I think there was really a lot of no point in saying that sh- that stuff. I said in there, so, so yeah, life update, let's take a journey, I'm your host, Todd Fruki. so, so, yeah, I, this is summer break, all right, I just graduated high school, yeah, I'll start from square one, like, I graduated high school, I gotta say, graduation was amazing, too, like, I saw, it's probably one of the last times I'll see a lot of my uh, friends, yeah, people in high school, Last time I see a lot of them, you know, my friends. Yeah, my friends, some of the people I don't talk too much, the bimbos, you know. <laughs> the bimbos. Yeah. Last time I see those people. My friends. You know what I'm saying? The the art kids, the drama kids, the sports kids, the bimbos, all these people, you know, it's gonna be the last time I'll see them. And so yeah. Graduation and um I plan to go to university. It's, um, I plan to go to Ontario Tech University for a Bachelor of Commerce. Now, if you don't know, uh, Ontario Tech University is in Oshawa. The next town over where I live. Yeah, the next city over where, from where I live. And so, yeah, I'm going to go there for a Bachelor of Commerce, so business. And so, what else? Yeah, I even got the um, honor roll, too. I'm pretty surprised too because my I feel like my grades are too shit for you know <laughs> that's not true I didn't I didn't have any shit grades I was I was a very good student I say yeah I think I feel good that I got honor roll yeah for academic ex- excellence academic excellence I mean it may not pay pay too much in the future but it just it just feels good to have it you know what I'm saying like I don't know <laughs> but yeah I'm done high school going on to university. Yeah, I can't wait to see what's going on. What's gonna happen next? You know, I think most of the summer I tried to get a job because, well, I'm unemployed. <laughs> I'll be, I'm be honest with you on that. I'm, I'm unemployed. But then I stopped looking for a job because you know what? I decided to focus on my physical health more. I decided to improve myself physically and mentally first because the way I, the philosophy I see is that if you don't improve yourself first, who are you to earn some income? Who are you to deserve some income more than the other person? That's what I come to realize. So, I was in the big part of big part for me in, in summer break was that I actually tried a Brazilian jiu-jitsu for the first. I've actually been doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Like you know, this summer I've actually wanted to get back to the martial arts. That's that was one reason why I wanted, why I wanted to get a job because I wanted to be able to pay for martial arts. But at first, I didn't even know what to take. You know. My thoughts turned to uh, Muay Thai. 
know, because I like, bo- I like, you know, use my fists. Fists and feet. I like punching and kicking, basically. And kneeing. Uh, yeah. The stuff you do in Muay Thai, like, I like doing that stuff. But then I looked online. I actually think the idea of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu I had was that I was walking down the street one time and I actually down my street, it's like a whole dojo. A whole dojo where it's like, you know, jiu-jitsu, judo, BJJ, you know, that stuff. You know, my mind turned to BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And I actually decided to look online for like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu spots. Because, you know, maybe Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a spot for a martial art for me. And as I heard, you know, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is one of the best martial arts out there in the world. Now, I previously used to do karate. And um, all I can say is that from that karate class, I don't think I really learned much from there. I mean, it's either that, you know, I was very young back then, so I was on discipline. I was on, I was not that disciplined. <laughs> or karate really just wasn't for me. And so, yeah, I did karate at one point, but then I stopped because of the pandemic. Yeah, I didn't go back, though. And from what I heard, I remember, uh, you know, I saw a former friend of mine. I saw an old friend of mine who used to be in the same karate class as me. Oh, my God. I remember walking to this guy. And, yeah, I asked him about the uh, karate spot. Well, yeah, he quit a, while. He quit a long time ago. And, and um, I think he told me one time that, uh, you know, I don't know if it was him or someone else who told me that, like, you know, basically the spot is dead. It's like a dead spot. Like, barely anyone even goes to that karate, karate anymore, karate program. It used to be in a YMCA. Yeah, it used to be in a YMCA, like, as part of a program. Like, you know how in, like, YMCAs or any kind of gym, you would see, you would see like, uh, you know, different programs for like, martial arts and stuff. So, yeah, karate is a program in, in my YMCA. And I was, uh, you know, <clears throat> I was told that that was like, a, you know, the program's pretty dead now because, you know, barely anyone's even going there anymore. Like, a lot of the people, like, left that. A lot of the people left that class. A lot of the people left that dojo, basically. And see, I didn't want to get back into karate because, well, I didn't, I didn't really enjoy karate as much. So, yeah, I searched up Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and, yeah. I found this one spot of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu called 411 Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's in Whippy. It's actually in Whippy and like near downtown. Yeah, 411 Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And it's like, how would you put it? I checked their website and I saw they actually had a free, a free trial for adult classes. And so I signed up for, for one class. It was, a, it was a one class thing, so... Free one class, basically tried the tried the martial arts, so that's what I did. Yeah, I think I think so. How, sorry. Yeah, I filled in the information, and then yeah, the next I filled in for the next day, and so I took a drive there. My I believe my brother drove. Yeah, my brother drove me that day. Yeah, it's my first class, and how how would you put it? When I got there, I was greeted by, uh, you know, I was greeted by one of the owners. Now, this spot's like a father-son ownership thing because the father, he, man- he manages, like, you know, all the utilities, utilities and stuff. 
Yeah. While his son, he manages the coaching. So he's like, uh, you know, teaching the, teaching the art, teaching the sport. And so, yeah, it's like a father-son thing. And yeah, so I was greeted by the, old, by the dad. And he basically showed me around the area. Yeah, I told him I was there for my free class. And uh, yeah, I checked in for that. They showed me around the area. Then after I was, uh, you know, I joined the first class. And then, yeah, I did the sport for the first time. Now, my coach, right, he, I remember this guy asked me if I, you know, if I had any experience in martial arts. And I mentioned I did karate, but apparently, thing from there, I learned that wrestling is also a martial art. I didn't even know wrestling was a martial art because, you know, how I didn't think it had like the hi-ya in there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I didn't really see, like, wrestling as being, like, a martial art. I'm not talking, like, WWE wrestling, because obviously, obviously I'm not that, but I mean, like, you know, like, Olympics wrestling. Or the wrestling you see in the UFC. And so, yeah. Apparently, I learned that because... I think, yeah, apparently, I learned that wrestling is a martial art somehow. <laughs> I mean, I guess when you put it... I guess when you put it one way, you know, there are a lot of martial arts that have wrestling in it. Like, you know, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu does have a lot of... A lot of wrestling in there. There's also a sambo as well. A combat sambo. And so, yeah. First class was amazing. And then I, at the end of the class, I find out that they had a whole special for whole summer special for, you know, 30 days for $9.99. Unlimited classes. To me, that was a steal. So I, I signed up for that. And since then, I've been going every day, basically. Class are Mondays to Fridays, so I've been going every day. Yeah, for the 30 days I had. And I've, I've, learned, a lot in, I've learned a lot in jiu-jitsu. Like, I've learned how to properly, execu- properly execute submissions and chokes. And how to take down your opponent, too. Like, how to keep them down, in a way. You know, because jiu-jitsu is, uh, you know, fought on the ground. But yeah, if you're if you ever looking into martial arts, you know, I would suggest Brazilian. I would suggest Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, because I'm. It's a very good. It's a very good martial art to know. I mean, not for like you know street fighting. Yeah. It wouldn't be as effective on street fighting. Well, it could be, but you never know if you're fighting one more than one person, or if the person has like a person you're fighting has like a you know weapon on them. But MMA, MMA though, it's a very, it's very good for MMA. Yeah, so yeah, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is a good sport to know, a good martial art to know. Yeah, but you know, they, but they say the best martial arts to know is boxing, and I agree with that too because you know, with boxing you, you're able to take on more than one person at a time, and since like you know, in street fighting. And in MMA, you're always going to use your fists. Yeah, boxing they teach. And in boxing, they only use you. You only use your fists in boxing. Yeah, so it's understandable why it would be the best martial art to know. Anyways, back to the story with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So after I was done my thirty days, I was chilling at home. 
And then ran- randomly, I got a phone call from an you know, unknown number from Toronto. Yeah, it was a Toronto area code, like 416. I picked it up, and um, I didn't know who it was at first, but then I recognized it was, uh, you know, it was a father from my Brazilian jiu-jitsu class. And he was talking about how, uh, you know, how would you put it? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm trying to process my words because I, I just woke up. Well, not really just woke up. I, I really didn't sleep last night. So I kind of have a hard, tra- hard time, uh, you know, processing my words. And so, how would you put it? He called me up saying that, you know, basically invited me to come for another class. Come for, the, come for class that one day. And that the coach wanted to talk to me. Now, I remember in, uh, I remember in karate, the, you know, the head person. The person who's ahead of everyone, we used to call him sensei, the teacher, the master. We used to call him, I think, sensei. And Brazilian jiu-jitsu, we call him either professor or coach. I'm not going to put my coach's name out there because, nah, I can't risk that. I can't do that to him. He's a cool guy. And so, yeah, he wanted to talk to me. So, what happened next was... um, I came to class. Now, I have a feeling my uh, classmates were... I had a feeling my classmates pretty confused as to, you know, as how I'm there, why I'm there. Be, well, probably not as confused. Probably just, like, they're more excited because, I mean, I, I built a lot of bro-ships in my class. Like, I built a lot of friendships in that class. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm homies. with. Like, me and my classmates were like homies. Yeah, my class is mostly made up of, uh, you know, adult males. There are some women in there, but it's mostly male. And so, yeah, I did the class. Then after that, I, you know, me and my coach did some uh, talking. First, he asked me, first, he asked me how the training was overall. And I, I, I told him I enjoyed it. Yeah, I really did enjoy doing the training for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because the way I see it, it's helped me physically, you know, because I'm pushing my limits. Because Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, it's, it's very tiring doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because, you know, you're trying to submit your opponent and they give you a lot of resistance. Are you? Like, you're basically wrestling your opponent, wrestling others, and it takes a lot of energy to, you know, try and put them in submission too. All right. It's helped me physically and mentally too because, you know, the way I... Yeah, thing. Jiu-Jitsu has also helped me mentally as well because, how would you put it? I was able to, you know, any kind of bad emotion I had, like if I was feeling angry, I'll be able to use that, you know, during jujitsu. I'll get, I'll be able to use jujitsu to be able to channel that. And so, yeah. Then he was talking to me about like, you know, he was asking me, asking me my schedule for university. You know, because I told him I, he asked me where I'm going after high school. And I told him I, I'm going to university and I, I showed him my schedule and, um, yeah. and then he told me about this one sponsorship thing, sponsorship thing he was able to do for one person. And he basically thought that I'd be the perfect candidate for that. Now, there are a couple reasons why he would think of me as a perfect candidate. One is either I, either I got my ass kicked too many times because I mean, I'm, I'm be honest with you. Yeah, with the time I was in jiu-jitsu, 
I got I probably got my ass kicked the most out of everyone in the class. Probably because everyone had like more experience than I have. And admittedly, there are a lot more stronger guys there than me. Yeah. Yeah. Or he just misses me. Because, you know, according to him, I bring a lot of positive energy to the class. <laughs> I'm mean, either way, though. He found me as a perfect candidate for, you know, being sponsored to do free Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, the thing. With the sponsorship, there's no catch. You get one, you get a certain amount of time. Free Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Including a gi as well, too. Like, I got my own gi. I'm, now, I remember in karate, our geese, the color used to be white. But in jiu-jitsu, our color is black. Yeah, black geese. Freaking cool, man. Like, I thought it looked cooler in the black geese than the white geese. I'll be honest with you here. Uh, like, if I were to put on now. <sighs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that, Yon. You're out of my case. Barely any sleep. And so, yeah, if I were to put on both geese right now, I'd probably look cooler in the black gi than the white gi, the jiu-jitsu, the BJJ gi, than the karate gi. Especially the fact that uh, my hair, <laughs> now, a little funny thing I thought is that, you know, thing, boys like me, when we were younger, we would always get haircuts like freaking Cristiano Ronaldo or freaking Zayn Malik. <laughs> With me? I decided just, like, you know, cut most of my hair, like, almost bald, like, you know, leave, like, three centimeters of hair on my head. Uh, three millimeters, actually, my bad. Not centimeters, millimeters. Yeah, leave three millimeters of hair on my head, like, basically looking almost bald. Kind of like, uh, you know, Hamzad Chimaev. You know, that guy is, um, that guy is, you know, very little hair on his head. Like, he's almost bald. Yeah, I went for that look. Well, not really, but, you know. Yeah. I remember I started, like, you know, doing that kind of hair in March break. You know, I, this, this is actually my favorite kind of hair to have. Like, very, like, short hair. Like, you know, almost bald hair. Because, I mean, honestly, you know, makes me look, look more like a, you know, makes me look more like a man. In my opinion, I look more, you know, like a man. I look more masculine. With the, um, you know, yeah, thing, almost bald hair, almost bald head. See, so yeah, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. My coach told me that, you know, it's probably a year. Yeah, the time being, being for free jiu-jitsu is like one year. So, yeah, I basically have one year of jiu-jitsu, free jiu-jitsu. <laughs> I can come train anytime I want. So, that's good for me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry about that. I'm just still like, you know, I'm just still feeling good about, I just still feel good about being like, you know, sponsored. But I feel like with, you know, being sponsored and stuff, like, you know, I got to do more with my jujitsu. Like I remember during the, um, when I was on the 30 days trial, there was a whole tournament that happened yeah, in Oshawa and uh, I didn't participate in it. But, I mean, to be fair, though, I was on a 30 days free trial, so it wasn't really much of a big deal. But now that I'm being sponsored, I got to take these tournaments. Besides, it might be pretty good, too. Like, I heard martial arts tournaments are pretty good. 
Like, as a matter of fact, you know, my uncle, my uncle used to be a part of, uh, you know, martial arts tournaments. Like, he used to be in, in different martial arts, like karate, taekwondo, kung fu, all these ones, all these martial arts. You know, he used to be into them. Yeah, I'm thinking. So he's, he has experience in being in martial arts tournaments. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I do remember I, I went to uh, Pakistan. Pakistan, and um, how would you put it? He used to have a dojo. I used to go to the dojo, the dojo with him. What I can remember from that dojo is that, you know, I got to fight one of the students. <laughs> I forgot how that fight went, but I think we were both winners. Like, you know, because we were going easy on each other. Or at least he was going easy on me because, you know, I have no experience. I was like a... I was like a six, seven-year-old kid at that time, so... <laughs> it was pretty crazy. I think I was six, actually. Yeah, six. But, yeah. That's how it went. And so... Yeah, he has experience with the martial arts thing. Champion. Martial arts tournaments. And I don't remember if he won gold medal or anything, but... Like, I don't remember if he won won the tournament, but, yeah, I might ask him that one day. So, yeah, I got to take my training seriously now. Yeah, I got to take my physical health more seriously, too, because I feel like I'm getting bigger. I mean, I guess my credit, I've been needing, uh, you know, Uber Eats. I've been eating more DoorDash these days. Yeah, my thing, I might, you know, I got to quit that. You know what's a good thing to eat, though? Thing. Osmos poutine. Osmos uh, shawarma poutine. That's a pretty good thing to have. I mean, yeah, it's not good for me, but... You know, I think... Some foods that are generally not supposed to be good for me, like... I can look at some nutritional sides, like... For example, the shawarma poutine, like, they have, It's got protein on there, because it, it has, like, chunks of meat on there. Like chicken. You know, it's got chunks of meat on there, so it's good for protein. Yeah, so, but I mean, to be fair, I'm probably gonna, I gotta stop being outside food more. I gotta stop being outside food, honestly. I gotta stop being like shit. Yeah, so, I think, that's the one thing with like the world, you know. Like we have, a, there are obesity problems all around the world and like, at the same time, these in these countries where obesity is pretty big, you got fast food, com- you got fast food companies like, you know, being really big in there too at the same time i mean it's obviously uh, you know it's obviously not a coincidence because like you know there's a huge correlation between like you know how big a how big a fast food chain is in one place and how and how much the obesity rate is like in america for example we all know america is more famous mostly famous for their you know obesity problems at the same time you know <sighs> Fast food companies like McDonald's, Burger King, KFC. Yeah. How'd you put it? Chick-fil-A. All these places are, you know, they all start in the United States and they're very big in the United States too. <laughs> it's pretty funny how, my, how in America there's, uh, you know, there's at least one McDonald's for every, every American city in the world. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not meant to my, oh, no. Sorry, I'm not meant, I didn't mean world, my bad. There's everything. There's every McDonald's for every U.S. city in the country. <laughs> well, shit. I'm sorry. I can't process my words properly. You, know, you already know the case. Like, you know, I barely got enough sleep. 
But yeah, as I said, you already know the case. And so yeah, I'm gonna stop being outside food a lot more. Though, to be fair, I don't, I don't eat that much. I don't eat like you know, like on a regular basis, like every day. Cause I don't wanna, you know, I don't wanna buy something every day, you know, because that's just like you know, that ain't right. But you know, one thing I like to do for food is, uh, you know, I like to eat chicken breast. Like I, I like to buy chicken breast from the store. And basically, like, you know, what I like to do is I like to thaw it overnight. And then when I thaw it, I like to cut it and, like, you know, I like to cut it in half. Well, still connected, but, like, you know, like, it's, it's going to look like a book, basically. Yeah, a book laying down open. Then what I do is I grab some seasoning. Well, yeah, I, grab some I basically season it afterwards and I put it in my toaster oven. I bake it for like half an hour. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty interesting too. Is like you, you can actually bake chicken in a toaster oven. I wish I knew that earlier. Otherwise, you know, I wouldn't need my air fryer. Even though the air fryer is pretty good. Like the air fryer is supposed to be pretty healthy. But you know, I like, I like to bake my, bake my chicken. You know, because baking is the healthiest option. Yeah. Again. I know air frying is supposed to be like a healthier, a healthier alternative to frying, but, you know, baking, when it comes down to it, baking is really the best option to do for, you know, cooking. Yeah, baking, baking is really the best option. <laughs> it's pretty funny thinking about the fact that people like, there are some people in the world who like to boil chicken. <laughs> I find it pretty interesting how that's even like, you know, thought of. Like, there are people who would rather, you know, boil chicken rather than, you know, rather than fry or bake it. Like, it's just, it's just interesting. But yeah. Alright. Apart from jujitsu, one thing I'm doing a lot, too, is hanging out with the family. You know, I got, I got that happening and, you know, just chilling with my cousins and stuff and life's good. Recently, I had some relatives come from the Netherlands. Yeah, they're about to leave soon, though. They're leaving tomorrow, actually, as a matter of fact. I remember, I uh, think, my cousin? Yeah, these are my uh, second cousins, and, um... One of my cousins, he's, uh, you know, he's into kickboxing. Which I found pretty interesting, like... Like, the first day I met him... I think that was one of the first questions I asked him, was like, Do you do martial arts? Because... Not gonna lie, he looked like the kind of guy who do martial arts... And he told me he does, like, kickboxing. Like, he's really into, like, MMA and stuff. That's why I knew we had a, we had a good thing going. <laughs> and so, yeah. He does kickboxing, and apparently his sister did uh, Taekwondo. It's pretty interesting, too. And so, yeah. Apart from jujitsu, one thing I've also been doing was, uh, you know, I recently bought myself a punching bag. And like, not like a standing one, but like a hanging one. I even bought a stand for it too. Oh my god, I remember thing. I remember when the stand first came in. All right, it's like <laughs> me and my family were out. At the, were out that night, and we came home, when we came home that night. Yeah, we found like a whole we found a whole package on the thing, like a really big ass package on the thing on the ground on the porch. <laughs> 
I think at that point I knew it was mine. <laughs> it even had my name on it too. What's really funny is that I thought of uh, you know I was thinking about porch pirates the whole time. Like I was worried about porch pirates. Like I wanted to I wanted to be there when the package came in, but I was worried about porch pirates. But you know the package was really big and really heavy, so <laughs> it would have been impossible for someone to steal it. Well, it would be possible, but really difficult for someone to steal it. Anyways, I remember when I first opened the box. <sighs> when I first opened the box, I was like, you know, yeah. I saw that all the all the parts were like dismembered, disassembled, and I disassembled myself basically. Thankfully, I had the manual too, so it wasn't that hard. But yeah, thing it didn't really take me all night. It didn't even take me all night to even like put that thing up. But I managed to. It didn't take me all night. And yeah, it's still working too. I, I like like I, I like take some hits on the uh, you know punching bag once in a I like take some hits on the punching bag too. Like you know, I thought to myself, you know, I'm I'm already learning how to fight on the ground, so I might as well learn how to fight on thing on my feet. See that's where the punching bag helps too. And yeah. That's one thing that's happening, and, um, yeah. That's basically been my life, you know. It's basically been my life, you know, these past few months. Yeah, I think, I do feel bad that I, you know. It took me a while to even, like, you know, make another episode of my podcast, but. You know, I don't think, I don't plan to quit anytime soon. Like, you know. You guys remember when I made the episode of, uh, you know, Corruption in the Music Industry? Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I used to make music. Like, I used to make music on SoundCloud, but... Then, like, one year after, I decided to stop making music. Mainly because, like, you know... I saw the, you know... Yeah. I heard the reality of, like, making music and stuff, like, you know... It's not really a good path to follow. Then I really stopped, like, you know, being into music after a while, afterwards... Like, I stopped being into music. I already mentioned that one. I think I already mentioned that. And then recently, you know, I deleted every, every single trace of my music on the internet. Like, every single trace of music on the internet, I deleted it. I even had music on Spotify, too. But I was able to delete that, thankfully. But I deleted my SoundCloud account. I deleted, you know, any kind of music on, uh, you know, on YouTube. I delete my music off of Spotify. Basically, uh, wiped it clean. I mean, it's probably still there, but like some people probably still have recordings. But you know, there's some stuff I can't really control. <clears throat> so I'm only gonna tackle the things I can control. But either way, though, you know, delete my music off of Spotify. I'm not looking back. Yeah, delete my SoundCloud accounts. You know, delete my music. Delete all traits of my music. I'm not, I don't plan to look back anytime soon. Yeah, I don't plan to go back to music anytime soon. As a matter of fact, you know, podcasts where I'm at. And, uh, yeah. You can already see my, um, you know, what I feel about music now. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's pretty funny. I went from, uh, you know, rapper. I used to do rap. I used to be a rapper. Yeah, I went from being a rapper to, uh, you know, 
to a guy talking about the corruption in the music industry. <laughs> yeah, it seems pretty funny how that's a, you know transition to make. But you know that's the truth, man. Like m- people who are into music, people who try and get into music, a lot of them like you know, a lot of them quit music afterwards. And you even see musicians too, like you know, like musicians they have a pretty uh, you know. <clears throat> Pretty what the f WTF life lifestyle. I mean, yeah, they're rich, but at the same time, you know, yeah, where those riches come from? Corrupting young minds. That's where it came from. And yeah, that's basically been my life so far. I think I can't wait to share. I can't wait to upload some new episodes. This has been let's pick. Let's take a journey. Life update. I'll see y'all soon.